Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome back to another episode of Podstalgic, and I'm Peter. I'm Mariano. And this is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And for tonight's episode, we are doing The Exorcist, 1973 movie. Uh, a classic, right? Definitely a classic, sir. Yeah, definitely, definitely. a classic. Um, this is a movie that we wanted to do for Halloween, but, you know, uh, adulting happens. Um you know, I have a son that turns. Also, also children happen. Ch- children, a lot of children happened. Um, yeah, of the family. Yeah, yeah. Halloween, you got to do the Halloween for the kids too. You can't yeah. just do a podcast, right? You know? So there you go. <laughs> yeah, and you know, anyone that's been listening to uh, our show for some time, um, the fall is very difficult uh, for me, especially because of my job, and so scheduling uh, conflicts uh, very often. Uh, if you follow any of my other shows, you'll see that I'm also behind on a lot of other episodes there. Uh, Cobra Kai, you know, 10 episodes. Uh, I, we only have the first six episodes review up. <laughs> it's almost a year. So you only have, uh, two months, right? Yes. Two months. Okay. Until, that's correct. Two months uh, from tonight. Matter of fact, until two months from four. tonight. Yes. That's right. So we have yeah. two months to put out the next four episodes. Yeah. You'll be fine, man. I, uh, I believe in you. They, I believe in you. I, you can sweep the leg. Yes, this, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I mean, you believe in me so much. You're you're wearing our um our our uh, t-shirt. I am the merchandise. Nobody can see it, but I'm showing it to Peter right there. <laughs> you're showing it to me. It's all that matters. <laughs> I'm also wearing the, the uh, my Niner hat because they won today. They actually won. They didn't stink it up. Ah, they did. No, they did the first half, but they actually won the second half. So they won the game. That's what matters. Well, speaking of clothing, uh, I, I, I am wearing a Blazers. You do have your Blazers? Are you wearing your Blazers? Yes. Yeah, man. Uh, Represent. Yeah, and we lost today. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah just do it. That means gonna... win, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Not lose. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, okay, so it, it's been a while, so we're trying to get back on the horse here. And uh, one of the things that we do do is um, we talk about, uh, well, you know what? I didn't pull up the movies that came out at the same time. And, and I, I think that's fine, because 73, that's, that's well past... Like the time frame we usually uh, typically do. Yeah, we usually do what eighties. Eighties is really the the earliest movie we had was eighty two or eighty one, right? Something like that. I I feel there might have been like one that was like a little old, but I can't place that right now. But I I might you know it may not have even been this uh, nostalgic. I I I don't know, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean the the year. The reason I bring that up is because like sometimes I, I don't think the other. No, no, on like original remake, um, Mike and I, we've done old movies too, like Psycho, you know, or Haunting. Right, yeah. Yeah, so maybe I am mixing it up with that. Um, but I will go over the number one song. Um, okay. So when this movie came out, December 26, 1973, the number one song was A Time in a Bottle by Joe Crochet. If I could save time in a bottle, the first thing that I'd like to do. Okay. You know that one? I know that song. Yeah, oh. if I could spend time in a bottle. And okay. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Yeah, I... I is it Jim Crochet? It, Crochet, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I might have said Crochet. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's all right. Clearly, clearly, I am not familiar with this gentleman, nor this song. I, I did look it up, and it's not something I'm familiar with. Um, uh, I was thinking 73, what, what, what is that? Is that pre-disco? Uh, it is 
Mm, yeah, because this goes mid seventies. So, because Saturday Night Fever came out in seventy eight or seventy seven, something like that. I'm not sure. I, I think I, I'd be down to do that. Something to that effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the one that kind of blew it up. Even though it was already kind of getting big, and then that kind of blew it up. Yeah, beaches were high, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, BG's ABBA. Seventy three. So when this movie came out, I was eleven months old. I didn't watch it when I was eleven months, just to let you know. No, well, that's that's good because you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it young, though. I would tell you that I didn't watch it young. I watched it before I was. I bet you know eight. On that topic, what is your history? So, so you didn't watch it the year you were born. Um, Obviously, nope. Yeah, and you watched it young. Was that the last time you watched it? I, I watched it when I was like seven or eight, and then I might have watched it again when I was like. 13 or 14 but mind you this is like you know for anybody out there who's young who doesn't know back in those days the movie came to the theater and it left and it came back whenever if it did right uh and then and then after a while you know you only have x amount of channels right it was a very limited amount of channels like a handful and then once in a while they'll do replays of, of movies you know like for instance i remember every every uh christmas they played uh um Christmas the, story the Ten Commandments. The Ten oh. Commandments. Oh, that was like okay. one of the big ones. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like Ben Hur. You know, they had like all these movies that they, they would play. So uh, The Exorcist, uh, every, one, not every now and then those, they'll play it in those channels. And then, you know, Cable came along in like the early, I want to say the late 70s, early 80s. And it was like, you know, easier to watch stuff. But still, you know, we didn't have cable because my mom was going to pay for cable. So anyway, you had to like rent it at some point. And I think we tried to rent it one time when I was like a teenager and then never, you know. I don't remember it. Because the thing is, when I watched it this time, I remember key scenes and a couple of things that were like maybe not key scenes that everybody would know about. But I didn't remember jack shit. Okay. <laughs> like, like most of it, dude. I was like almost like watching it new again. Oh, interesting. It's okay. been so long. Yeah, it's been so long. Do How about you, know, you? Have you ever watched it before? Uh, before I answer that, do you know which before, version you watch? Did you watch the original 1973 version? Because I know there's like director's cut, the version you've never seen. I watched the original version. Okay. It looked to I me because I, I think that was the only thing that was available. I, okay. I, I don't think I saw a director's cut. Yeah, or anything uh, longer uh, than that. And, and it was a runtime, like two hours and a few minutes, two, 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 two minutes, three minutes, something like that. You watched? Yeah. You, you rented it on Prime, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. I rented it on YouTube, and that was the same runtime. Okay. okay. So okay. to answer your question, this is the first time that I've seen uh, The Exorcist, um, kind of like you. A completely brand new movie for me. I can't say that I've seen anything except for like like very little bits and pieces of Reagan in the bed. Um, I believe I only learned her name just a few years ago in, in passing mm-hmm. somehow. You know, right. I'm not sure. Maybe watching like a behind the scenes or something. Um, but so much of the movie, I was not aware about that. You know, like it, the, the 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 beginning uh, in Iraq. You know, I, I didn't know that was part of anything. What's funny about that is I remember that part. Okay, I do remember the desert. I don't remember exactly the particulars, right? But I do remember right. the desert and the dig and finding some kind of totem, some kind of like item, something, right? Yeah. And uh, and I do remember that. But then, of course, I remember her her head spinning, which was like fucking creep when you're a kid that's creepy yeah little little pop culture <laughs> stuff i've seen yeah and and the reason why I, and the, the other thing i remember is the reason why i can't eat peas anymore which i can't stand peas or pea soup is there's all good not pea soup but the right yeah <laughs> but i actually don't like peas whatsoever and nothing dude so it's like i'm all, i wonder if that's where that came from okay so uh so let me tell you the things that i did know um 
I was familiar with Linda Blair's name because of this movie. Um, I did not know that Ellen Bernstein was the mom. Uh, uh, I did. Huh? Ellen Birkin. Uh, it is Burst, Burstein. Ellen Birkin. Burstein. 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 Yeah. Sorry, Burstein. 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 Yeah. Burstein. Yeah. Uh, Max von Sydow. I, I did not know he was in this movie. I knew Max. Yeah. I, only, I only knew Max, Max von Sydow and um, Linda Blair. Okay. I didn't realize that it was Ellen Burstein that was in this film. Also. And, and when they showed him, I was like. Wait a minute now. This motherfucker looks old. Like, has he always been old? But I guess he was like forty-four when they made this, and they aged him up. Okay, because he looked old as shit. To right. me also, I'm all like, wait, that's Max von Sydow from the eighties, not hey, from, man, or you know, some like good makeup work. You know, yeah, that's really good makeup work. He yeah. moved like an old man. He's, and, a, he's a dedicated actor, though. That dude's a that's a good actor, right? There. I think they all are. Um, yeah. And, and obviously, when when we uh, reviewed What Lies Beneath, I mentioned that I watched uh, Scary Movie 2, and there were some mm-hmm. bits and pieces that they ripped off of that. They parodied oh, yeah, uh, sure. a bunch of Exorcist as well. Um, so I was familiar about the, the scene where Reagan urinates, because that was from Scary Movie. Um, okay. There's a scene in Scary Movie where uh, it is James Wood that plays the Max von Sydow character. He goes into the bathroom... And you know, you think he's about to pray, but he's really like, like letting off like a big, big dump. <laughs> you know, all these flies come out of nowhere. Oh, um, then I remember the part where I think who was it? The uh, I, I, I'm I'm blanking on her name. She she was in Russian Doll, uh, the redhead. The um, redhead in Russian Doll, like not the main. Okay. She, the she, main actress, she was also right? in uh, Orange is the New Black. American Pie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't remember her name yeah. right now. I can her name, but she played the Reagan character in mm-hmm. Scary Movie, in the part where oh, okay. where she's like, oh, fuck me or whatever, and, and then her tongue's coming out. James Wood <laughs> is like, he's getting turned on by that. He's like, it's like, like <laughs> we go his tongue back at her. So, so oh, there's God. some of that. They, they, I thought they did mm-hmm. a really good job at parodying, especially like the piano scenes. I was like, oh, okay, so that's from this too, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, like, yeah, I, I knew nothing about the uh, father, uh, Karis, you know, like I right. – Nothing about that character, and, and I remember his mama. Yeah, yeah. So just everything yeah. was uh, new. Um, I did learn that this was based on the book uh, while I was watching it, and um, so l- l- so let me ask you this: since this was basically like a first watch for you as well, uh, with some things you know kind of familiar, what what did you think of this movie overall? Because this is. Um, kind of you know people say this is like one of the scariest movies ever right and i think that was kind of the um kind of the marketing like that that's that's the reason i avoided it growing up because the marketing yeah. was just always like oh this 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 shit's scary you know and you yeah. know i was a little pussy it, i can see how uh how it is just because of the time you know obviously everything's practical effects right right like it's not you know there's no cgi or whatever and um I mean, it's creepy. Like the makeup, to me, I feel like for it's you can do better makeup now. I think just right. there's better art. You know, I think there's a lot of great makeup artists out there that can make pretty much anything, create any kind of monster, right, or any kind of like, especially when it comes to like when she was becoming even more and more possessing. You had like the green face and the eyes, so it was kind of it still looks creepy. Um, so it was still it was still had a scary parts and more, uh, I guess more 
I think the idea for me of of a demon possessing was more was scarier than the actual some some of the scenes. You know, even though there was some stuff that was kind of shocking, right? Uh, it's definitely a movie for its time, like seventy three. I think it was a big deal because I was a little kid. I remember like my aunts who were older than me, like maybe fifteen years older than me, like talking it up, like they were scared. You know, watch it. Uh, the music is creepy, like yeah. the, the iconic music. You know, the piano, right? So it's just that that kind of is to me just makes me think of fear and scare, you know, something and horror. So that's, so I would say overall, I think it's a good movie. Like, I think it is it, funny because it has some good, some good cinematography, some good, I think, um, framing of certain shots. Um, it kind of meanders a little bit. And I think only because they're trying to tell you the story of the priest where he, where he's coming from. Um, and trying to tie it in with the story of Reagan and her mother and what their deal is, you know, uh, the fact that they started with, with Max von Sydow's character from the beginning and then they don't bring it back to the, to the last, you know, it's like an hour 34 where he shows up again. Yeah. 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 They don't, they don't bring it back to the last act basically. Right. Um, so he's not really in the movie that long overall. Right. It's more of the story of the father and the, the mom with her daughter. That's pretty much it. And so them playing a lot with, with his mother, like, uh, here's the thing. I think when watching it this time, I'm thinking, okay, they're connecting uh, Father Karras with his mother and the guilt he feels for what he did and his question, his questioning of faith and all, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden something falls in his lap. That's like, what, an exorcism? We don't even do that. You know what I mean? Like, we don't do that here. <laughs> you know, like, and, and then finding out that he, you know, he sees that it's real. And then that was the setup for the demon to be like, your mother's over here, suck, you know, yeah. sucking cocks in hell or whatever. I think, you know, I mean, that kind of shit, just being like very vile to him. And I think that was just to fuck up, you know, fuck him up psychologically. So there's, but that's a lot of exposition or I guess setup to have that small payoff. Cause the payoff is basically a demon talking shit to him about his mother and then even doing her voice, right? you know, asking him, why did you, what you, why did you kill me? You know what I mean? He's already feeling that guilt. So just throwing that at him or it is thrown at him. So that, which is clever. And I think it's good. I think overall it's good, kind of good storytelling, but it's, it's kind of choppy at times only because I think the amount of time they took in that. And mind you, this is early on where in filmmaking in the sense of like, you know, a long, long ago from now where you can tell a story without necessarily having, like if that movie was made today, you have a soundtrack playing the whole time, right? There's scenes where he's in Iraq, you don't hear any music in the background. There's scenes where the detective's walking up the stairs and you don't hear any, you know, movies today, it's like, you have to have something playing in the background the whole time. And, and to me, I appreciate this, this movie because of that. Because like, sometimes you got to let some scenes develop with silence in the background, just seeing the character do, it, do their thing, whatever it is that they're doing. Um, but, but I feel like if you, if, you shave, if you shave 10 minutes from this movie, 15, I think it's a solid, like, it's, it, it's, better, it's a better film. You can st- and you can still set things up. You yeah. Know? The, the funny thing is, like, the, the, there were deleted scenes, so it was even longer, obviously. You know, that's the, the version you didn't see. Um, you're probably familiar with it, but have you seen the, the, the delete, deleted scene of the, what do they call it, the, the spider walk? Or... Mm, yes. Because that's been done in other, like, parodies, I think. Yeah. And it's been done in other films. 
but it does come from the exorcist and i don't know if that was and i only think that that was not in the theatrical release was it 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 was not because you know you mentioned that it's practical effects and the reason that it was removed was they you know you could see the wires and stuff you know the harness because she's being suspended by the harness right um Right. But they added it in 2000 because now they can digitally remove the wires and stuff. And I watched the it. Wires, it, was, right, it, was, yeah. it was pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, it's creepy. The spider walk is creepy. That kind of, and that's probably where I've seen tidbits of like what was new. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the bed levitating, her levitating was creepy too. You know, like there's yeah. certain things that are like, and I think they use sound in a, in a very kind of in a smart way. They were very good with sound when it comes to those particular scenes, but they're doing the practical effects. This is not just visual. you got to have the audio too, right? Yeah. And just not just the demon saying their thing in terms of whatever, but the, the, the things moving around and, and just the wind and all that. The fact that it's cold in there and like you can feel the cold, yeah. you know, when they're in the room. That was kind of cool. Those things were pretty cool, I think. Did you know that um, Reagan was also uh, dubbed with another woman's voice? From when she was... Just yes. playing Reagan without being possessed, right? So I guess there was like uh, some controversy too because um, I believe Linda Blair was actually nominated for best supporting, but then they found out that there was another woman that also did a lot of the voicing of Reagan as well, and so mm. um, the controversy was like, well, she should be nominated for somebody else's work, you know, and maybe that's why she didn't win uh, that best supporting. Mm-hmm. But, but I thought Linda Blair was pretty good as well. Um, yes, she was. Everything that you said about the movie, I completely agree with you 100%. Like, what I wanted to say about this movie is, like, they don't make them like they used to, right? I mean, this 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 is around the same time they made, like, Godfather. Like, you, you can put this, like, this is a d- well-directed movie um, for what it's worth. Like, it's beautiful mm-hmm. to watch. Uh, but, like, I kept on thinking, like, okay, this is, this is supposed to be one of the scariest movies ever. So I'm watching it, and, you know, uh, again, you know, almost, what, 48 years later – I'm like, oh man, like, okay, I I can see where this did it first, but having seen all these other movies post, you know, 1973, I've been desensitized to the the, the graphic violence, and so nothing really uh, was new to me. Uh, I I I never saw the the help me, you know, that that was written on her, that was new to me, yeah, on her on her stomach. So I thought I, I found that very effective. Um, I thought it was really creepy. Like the the director, he did a, a I feel like a, a really good job at s- setting up the atmosphere. You know, you, you know, you you mentioned the coldness, and, and I think the, the backstories, mm-hmm. the three different backstories here of uh, Marin and Karis and and then uh, Reagan and her mother. Uh, I think giving us all that backstory makes this world even more rich. Like, you know, I know that it's based on a book. I'm like. But was the book based on like real events or or like uh, reports? Uh, I think events? that's you know loosely. I'm assuming just like like anime, anime horror and that kind of stuff. You know, it's like right. What does that mean? You know, based on events. You know, you can you know you have like a creative license to do whatever, really. You know, but but it was. And I see your point. Like I, the setup, like it. I'm the, this director's building a found a foundation to give you the third act, yeah. right? It's saying all these things lead to this, you know, and the the cool, I think it's cool to have that. And there's another film that, um, and it's not a, um, well, you mentioned The Godfather, which is definitely like those kind of films too, where they, they set things up. And it's a long film and they set it up, right? Yeah. But there's another film with uh, uh, 
with uh, James Fonda, I believe, who um, was called Once Upon a Time in the West. I remember watching that like in my early 30s, maybe late 20s. And it's a two, like back in the day. No, actually, maybe it was in my mid-20s. Two tapes. Two tapes. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm talking about. Two tapes from, uh, from Blockbuster. And the opening has no dialogue. And it was literally like a crossroad in the West, like old timey, dusty, wind blowing, and, and you're getting like the, the beginning credits or whatever. But it's like no sound, just whatever. Like you're you're there basically. So I think the direct, that director was like, I'm going to put you right in the middle of this, like this aesthetic. This is what it's like. This is where you're going to be in for the next two and a half hours, three hours, whatever the hell it is, and build a story. And then the story was really good. And and it's funny because I was captivated by that going, oh, wow, this is, you know, nothing. You can't make that film now. Or anything like that you can try and you know maybe be, people can get like accolades for being like avant-garde and a great director or whatever but you know it's kind of hard to, to sell that to the public right right um so it's it's interesting that even though this movie clocks in at two hours which is not really terribly long no you know 90 minutes is kind of like a good good chunk but you, you could have easily made this film into you know like 100 minutes right so yeah. cut it 20 minutes you know 105 and you could still tell the same story, still build the relationship between Karis and his mother. You know, uh, the dig in, in Iraq doesn't have to be as long as it is. No. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, it's funny. I was watching the I was watching the beginning, uh, and 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 you see uh, Max Macedo like walking through this like what seems to be like a shop where people are working, and this little kid. I'm all like, damn, they got a little kid working there. Like, it looks like he was like. <laughs> nail you know hammering something but but he's a kid so he's getting distracted and he's looking around and like i think he sees max monsetta walking he's just kind of staring at him and he's supposed to be working and i'm all like it's just kind of funny how you know i wonder like tell this kid like dude pretend like you're working you know you know but he's a kid anyway so yeah. it's just one of those things where i don't mind i didn't mind the build-up i just know that you can definitely make this a tighter film but there were some great shots, man. There was, uh, there's a scene, and I think I want to say this early on when I don't know if it's a, one of the doctors, where she attacks one of the doctors, and he's falling backwards. And I want to say I don't know if he's on a chair, but he's falling backwards. But they did this shot where the camera's following him as he's falling backwards, and I've seen this shot multiple times, right? After, right? I've seen in different films, I mean, different variations, and it's like following the the person from the front, and the camera's following with the person, so it almost feels oh. like. Yeah, the they background, did that the in background too. Right, so it's coming, it's like moving with the person, so you see the floor basically behind right. the person who's falling, getting closer and closer, and it's like, it, it's a cool shot, you know, and it, and it worked because basically this person's being attacked by this possessed girl, you know, blah, blah, so it was, it was cool. There was some cool, cool, cool stuff as far as filmmaking, you know, in this, in this movie. Yeah, no, I, again, I agree with all of that. It, like, I did. I didn't mind two hours and three minutes, but uh, I, I think for the purpose of like podcasting and reviewing, I, I could have you know had um, some of those scenes abbreviated, especially at the very beginning. Uh, since since Marin doesn't come in until the third act, like I, I I didn't I didn't think we needed to spend that much time with them. To be honest with you, um, mm-hmm. and even uh, the Kara stuff, I, I did find a little bit more interesting too. And it's like. It's like that. That could have been like a separate movie on its own. Like this man literally battling demons, you know, metaphorically right. and, and and literally. Um, yeah. So the, all, all of that was interesting. And then like his encounter with the the police officer, I thought that was a, a really good exchange as well. Um, I, I did. What do you read... think of the police officer overall? Like as a character, um, what did you think of him? 
I think he was kind of like a no nonsense, like, um, you know, he was just doing his job, and I think he was willing to kind of just hear people out uh, rather than coming to his own conclusions without proof, kind of thing. Like, right. you know, like he already believed that this uh, Reagan was possessed, and even Karis was like, "Nah, oh, come on, man!" Like, you know, he he mentioned he lost his faith in, in, in all of that, and he was yeah. talking about like he hadn't even heard of an exorcist in like a long time. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Did you have like a, I, I don't, I, it was, it was kind of an interesting character in, 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 uh, like, I wasn't quite sure, like, is he good at his job? Okay. <laughs> no, no, okay. not why I was there. Obviously somebody died. Right. So right. the dude fell down the, by the way, never walk down those steps in, for your life. That's, that's a warning for don't walk down those alley steps. Right. Because the because the last priest was gonna walk down the steps and turned around because he he knew better like don't do that but the guy the guy the initial guy who died then whose head was you know spun around or whatever this is why the 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 officer was like this is some ritual this is some other you know some other right. stuff going on he I, I I like I like that bit of dialogue between him and Karis when they were talking about that yeah. it's like okay yeah, well yeah, yeah. it's 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 possible but and he finishes you know sentence for him unlikely you know so, so right. they were kind of on the same wavelength yeah and then he kind of tells t- tells reagan's mom you know it's a possibility but it's like one in one thousand you know like he's basically saying ah you know there's it doesn't know you know it's like most likely not the case you know something else happened now let me ask you this and this is something that kind of like i don't know if it bugged me but i was just like I wish they touched a little bit more on it, like the the thing with the with the church and yeah. uh, and the Virgin Mary, the Madonna, like yeah. that whole thing. Like, we show it to us, but then that's it. And then later on, it's brought up by by the police, you know, by the detective, yeah, because of the way that dude died. And and you know, Karis is like, what you think that those two things are, you know, tied together because yeah. the guy like broke his neck. Now you know he's tied into this satanic ritual thing or whatever the heck he wanted to call it and i'm like well it would have been nicer to have like if you cut some time off of if you build up the thing with the cares and his mother in a in a more economical way then you have some time to figure out like okay maybe bring in a little bit more of that with the church why why bring that up there you know what i mean it, it, it seemed like you didn't give us enough to really tie this to the film um so the writer is William Peter Blatty. Uh, I hopefully I'm pronouncing it right. So I believe he wrote the book and the screenplay, mm. right? So I guess um, what, what I'm kind of getting to, like I, I'm kind of curious, like how did they decide what they wanted to show us and what they wanted to give us an exposition, you know, via dialogue, like. Um, that did bother me too, because when they showed us the desecration of, uh, what did you say it was, the Virgin Mary or Virgin Mary, yeah. you know, the Madonna, whatever you want to call it, because right. she had the, you know, she had baby Jesus. Yeah, okay. so it's basically the Virgin Mary. Yeah. yeah, so they showed that, and I was just like, oh shit, well, what, what is that? And so, so I, the, so there, there were things in here. I'm like, okay, so this, this is going to come back somehow. There's some significance to it. But when they mentioned it in dialogue later on, I was like, wait, it's that's not all, is it? Is there like there's, there's got to be more to it? And and so like that, when Marin dies of a heart attack, I'm like, why didn't we see that? Like, I felt that would have added some more suspense or something, you know. Um, same thing with uh, the the broken neck. Why didn't we see that? Like, uh, we're, we're, we didn't see that death, by the way. That was off screen, right? Yeah. Which so I would have liked to see that. I would yeah. at least see the end result. 
Kind of like how you, and unless they were saying, we're not going to show you that because we're going to show Father Cares, jump out. We're going to see him fall down and break his neck. Yeah, now that I can see, I can see, okay, we're not going to show you two things that happen in this film. We're going to tell you about one and then we're going to see how it happened on this. So I'm like, okay. And yeah. that kind of made me think, okay, I, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of bummed that we didn't see the dude's body, you know, because I was trying to figure out which character was that. Was that the director it or was. the other dude? So, it was the director, right? So, so what I read was that um, I believe it's more heavily implied in the novel that he mm-hmm. may have molested Reagan. Dude. Okay. So I didn't read that. Okay. But I totally got that. Okay. Throughout the film and the way things were going, because it's so funny because I was, I was watching with my girlfriend and I was like, I go, I think dude was going up, was up there trying to like molest this girl or trying to mess with this girl and got thrown out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because her mom said, oh, Reagan oh. killed him and blah, blah. Meanwhile, I'm like, okay, well, Reagan's little. She's not going to do it herself. So obviously the possession and whatever pushed him out because very powerful. But I thought that too, especially the couple of things. One was a very, the most disturbing scene. One of the most disturbing scenes is when she's using the crucifix to like basically stab herself. Yeah. You know? Masturbate. Yeah. And, and there's blood everywhere, right? And she kept, and she told him, the demon told the mother, basically, you know, you don't know what she did, you know, but he, she called her, he called her all kinds of names, you know, like, and I'm all like, oh, so basically this dude was uh-huh. trying to like, well, that's this girl. And that's kind of how I was thinking that, but I didn't read, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. read that. I'm sure it's in a book maybe, but you can put that more in there. And I wonder if it's the sensibilities of 1973, number one, exactly. right? like, I don't know what they can say or what they were feeling the, for instance, the people who are who are doing the rankings, or, you know, how they do the ratings of the film, like, if they're going to be like, no, we can't talk about this, who knows? The other thing that I just thought about, too, when, when you were mentioning, uh, Peter, when we are talking about the, the Virgin Mary being desecrated, it's like 1973, thinking time-wise, and thinking about Christians, particularly Catholics, because this is a very Catholic film. This, yes. this was big, where I'm from. That is hella shocking, right? Right. Maybe not shocking in 2003 <laughs> or, tw- you know, 2021. Right. But it was shocking in 73, you know what I mean? So that's my thought process. Okay, that's why. For shock value. But then you're not really giving us more when I think you should. But I, I'll, I'll let you get back. I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. But I was like, oh, no. oh shit, I totally was thinking that dude abused her and got thrown out the window. That that actually makes a lot more sense. See, that, that's the other thing, like, why I said, this, you know, they don't make movies like this um, – uh, like like they knew, or they don't make movies the way they used to. You know this particular movie. I could watch a lot of horror movies that have been made in the last ten twenty years, and uh, a good chunk of them would be very um, uh, not memorable, right? Uh, you know, maybe maybe some pieces here and there. You and I, we watched the movie from nineteen seventy three, and here we are, like, damn, you know, what we're pointing out some of these beats. Um, and like the fact that we want to kind of see some of these scenes that we were just giving, uh, given dialogue, I, I think that just kind of speaks to our times. Like, you know, yeah, now you would show us. In 1973, they're holding back because of that R rating. You know, there's right. things that, um, you know, I read that, oh, well, we wanted to do this, but this, they, the studio's exec says we cannot, you know, because we're, you know, X, Y, and Z. And that's where the money's coming from, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I also read that like at, at some point in the last uh, I don't know ten fifteen years they they were looking to make a, a, a remake you know and 
you know, imagine what that could be like, you know, in the right hands of somebody who wants to do the movie justice. You know, I, I, I would welcome that, you know, like, uh, for example, how they redid it. You know, I, I, I love that more than the original, even though I didn't grow up with the original and people were very much frightened by uh, Pennyworth and all that. So I wonder now with the, the makeup and the effects, um, it may be some abbreviated scenes. Uh, no, you know. they were they were afraid by Pennyworth and Pennywise. Oh, I'm, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Pennyworth is Alfred. They're cousins. They're cousins. I, oh, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I'm just messing oh, with man. you. <laughs> Jeez. Um, uh, yeah, I do the same thing, man. I screw names up all the time, oh, so sure. I can't talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking, it's funny, I was thinking... Because, you know, they make sequels, right? Yes. And I don't remember any. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't remember any of them. I think I must have seen the second one, but then I don't remember any, any, anything else. Um, but I would say as far as, a, as far as a remake is concerned, um, I would like to see that, again, it has to be in the right hands. I, how do you keep the essence of the story, right? Because it is a book. But we'll have, like, su- such be- much better um, special effects, Right much better you can make it look how like i think watching the original version how that could have looked if we had like the technology you know what i mean like you can do so many things um but also don't wouldn't want it to be like some weird indulgence you know like we're gonna go over the top of this stuff because we can you know because the story the story itself was was fascinating right Uh, to me anyway like i i was i was really kind of gripped by it i was enthralled by the story you know, and and again, part of half of like a big part of it being this father Karis dealing with his lack of faith, his mother like the guilt. His mother dies. By the way, the uh, insane asylum. I'll be if I were his mother, I'd be mad too. Yeah. Insane. Oh yeah. You know, oh, I'd, be, I'd be mad. I'd but, be mad. But but also the way they treated people like that back then, you know, terrible, terrible. Um, I think you know. So what, so let me ask you. Let me yeah. ask you a question. I'm sorry before I cut you off. If you were to say, okay, you, you, in your mind, whatever director you think would be able to give it justice, what, when would you make the story if it was made now with the technology we have now to be able to do the special effects that we can and whatever actors we can come up with nowadays? Like, what, what year would you make this film? Like, what year would you set this film? Sorry, not make it, but what year would you set it? I, I've always been like, okay, so when I do a original remake, one thing that I often say, is that I, I like it when things are not as you know modern. You know, take away the cell phones and the technology. I like those times better because you don't have the. I, I feel those are just kind of more distractions in in movies. You know, like uh, I, I like the period pieces. So I, I would like it to maybe take uh, take place the same time as the nineteen seventy three film, which is probably a modern day. Uh, the other mm-hmm. thing that kind of it, it didn't bother me, but like when the movie starts off. As a movie being filmed, I'm like, well, no, no, what is this about? You know, and the mother's an actress, and I maybe I missed it, but I felt like was that just a long-winded way to be to to have her uh, her mom at one point say, oh, put her next to a stump double or whatever, and I could tell which one's her. Like, what did that serve a purpose to the story in any way? That her know? being an actress, yeah, I think. Um... I think, for, for me anyway, I think that it was a matter of setting her up to be a certain stature. Like, not only is she an actress, but she's a well-known, obviously, an actress who has a 
pretty pretty decent um reputation, career okay and reputation all those things um she's obviously the the lead of whatever film she's filming you know what i mean like it seems like she's the one i don't even think anybody else was on there but she's the one that's doing the speech and all this other stuff so you think okay well this is she's a, kind of a big deal okay and with that said then you you set up a particular uh economic social economic setting she's in georgetown she's, she's, that house is pretty badass too like, yeah where she's staying you know, she's renting or whatever she's doing. Maybe to she's it. got a damn butler like, and maid. <laughs> right. She got a butler and maid. You have a finished basement. Even the attic you can walk through. You know what I mean? Like, there's clean. so many different. Clean, no rats. Soup. Like, that's a <laughs> sweet house, right? So you're establishing this is a, a person of means. Her daughter <laughs> doesn't want for anything. She even has, like, I think it's an au pair or a woman who stays there who helps, you know, with the daughter, right? Oh, right, the right. Young, yeah, yeah. Younger woman. Uh-huh. So... So that means that somebody who's got some kind of stature. Now, they could have made her to be a politician or something, or you know. But I think an actress maybe give her a little more uh, of that kind of air. Yeah, give her a certain weight, and then also have access to all the best medical care. Like when she was trying to figure out what the hell is going on with her, like the doctors and the psychi- psych- psychiatric care, and and with that, which I like, because when she went to see the doctors, when she went to see the psychiatrist, it was all like. They're trying to basically say, no, it's not what you think it is. You're, you know, it's obviously a lesion and this and that and the right. other. And and she's basically going, no, this is, you know. And meanwhile, I'm watching this movie going like, the fucking bed was shaking. Right. <laughs> that wasn't her doing she, that. The bed was, was actually shaking. You were in the bed shaking and you were in there too and you felt it. So what the hell, right? <laughs> so, See, But it was cool because then you can do the doctor scenes and have that with basically her seeming you know quote-unquote hysterical or whatever and being like you know they can they can kind of gaslight her a little bit and uh because they haven't seen it but you know hell the one doctor when they got slapped definitely fucking saw some shit you know what i mean so it's like, <laughs> yeah, did. So it's like oh you can't really deny it you know what i mean um, so I, I thought that was a good again elements are really good right yeah the story is very good i felt the story was really good and i'm just like damn just slice a little bit off of that slice a little bit off the top we can we can make a better film you know I, I was waiting, um, like I, I kept on waiting for a dialogue that that wasn't coming. Uh, I, I was thinking that at some point Father Karras was going to be like, you know, doubt her because she's an actress. Like, oh, this this is all fake. Right. Like she's acting. She's an actress. Like, w- you know, why do we believe her? Or, Shit, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's a good point. So yeah, I, yeah, I just thought there was like a a much bigger significance. Uh, I, I like your angle, but. Maybe in a remake, you know, they can play that angle too. Be like, you know, why is anyone believing her? They, you know, every, and, and that would kind of explain everyone's pushback more, except for like everyone's kind of on her side, but also like, well, you know, we're, we're the professionals, you know, these religions. Yeah. Yeah. Know. The brain is, you know, complicated. Of course, you can have a whole different, a whole different personality or whatever, because yeah. this night, you know, and, and, and that, that whole, you know, it was, it was very interesting. But I will say it's funny that the, that the doctor was like, you know, you could do an exorcism. I don't, last resort might not work and it's really the patient you know the patient thinks that it's happening so they're gonna you know that might help the patient kind of clear that out about you know what i mean that whole aspect right so that was pretty that was pretty cool so i, I don't know there's there's some interesting stuff also like i had to see like an ancient mri machine so that was kind of cool so yeah, that's I, my angle just for my I job was, you know i was, I was able to, to see just, some shit that i'm like <laughs> i was about to just bring that up i was about to bring that up because that's that's not something I knew was in this movie, right? Like I, like I said, hey, right. this is completely I, don't, I didn't movie. remember that. I saw this and I'm like, well, what is going on? So I had no idea what that machine was. And the first thought I had was like, what the hell is that? And why does it look archaic? 
you know, it's all, you know, it looks really old. And um, yeah, I didn't know it was an x-ray machine in the way, uh, apparently that was a real life doctor that, that was playing the mm-hmm. doctor. Oh, okay. and, and so they okay. made it look legit because I, I was watching this. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this looks real. Uh, I was, and, it's so funny you said that because I was wondering like, were the nurses real nurses? Because the way that everything was kind of played out, it looked more realistic. You know what I mean? There, there so it's was interesting a, that that was a real doctor. One of the other people was also uh, real at whatever the job was. But the other interesting uh, fact was the uh, apparently the X-ray tech, uh, he would mm-hmm. actually go on and commit a series of murders. Or uh, at least um, – that. Yeah, I, I believe he did get convicted uh, of a murder of a, like a, a film critic. And then there were like oh. some other murders between like, seventy five to seventy eight or so, something like that, where I think it was like six six men who had been like dismembered and thrown into like uh, uh, garbage bags and thrown into a river. So they were calling him like the the bag murders or something like that. Uh, Holy co- shit! Co- That's co- coincidentally plot twist. This director <laughs> ended up directing a movie about that called cruising with uh al pacino i know cruising yeah so it's based I've on seen that movie yeah that, that dude's it's based on murders. those murders <laughs> yeah we might have holy to check crap. that movie out dude <laughs> we're gonna have to, <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to just because but holy shit that's so, that's insane yeah so i i also read like that scene it, it made people really uneasy because remember like mm-hmm. they they have they're not used to seeing stuff like this before and all, yeah. all, all the blood squirting <laughs> Right. The, there's a couple of things is that the, I, don't, I didn't know what was going on with them going to the jugular. That was kind of weird. I, I, I yeah. don't know if that's an older way of dealing with that. Um, they were doing a line for her. I don't understand, but whatevs. Because, you know, we do arterial lines. Like those are usually you go with the, the radio, which is by the wrist or brachial by the arm inside the elbow, you know, inside the, in, inside of the elbow. Um, if you're going to do that, not necessarily the jugular, that's kind of, that's kind of sounds scary, but the only reason I knew it was kind of MRI machines because of the noise. It was hella noisy, right? Right. Because MRI machines are fucking loud, you know? They're like, make a ton of like that almost reverberating sound, like just but really loud. So that was, I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, that's an ancient ass fucking MRI machine. That's that's the first thing I thought just because I'm, you know, my line of work. But that was, I thought that was really interesting. Uh, didn't know dude was a fucking uh, serial killer, but okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, Nobody that, knew he would become one until it happened. It was just right, yeah, later. exactly, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, no, I'm kind of like since I was kind of like you know doing some light researching and watching little videos here and there. Did did you catch any of the, like the flashes of like you know the 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 faces of the dude? What yeah, those faces, of some right? Of those? Yeah, it was like white. It was like white faces, right? Like, yeah, like a flash, like. Yeah, I caught that, but I wasn't quite up. You thought you were seeing things? I, <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking I was seeing things, but I was just like, okay, this is actually cool. I just don't know what to, what to think of it unless the demon was actually showing its real face, right? I'm assuming that's what that was. you know. But also, there was a whole thing with the Ouija board, which was like a, a quick, oh. you know what I mean, thing that – Yeah. A few things. So there's it's a few yes. things. And this is like, like you're an actress. You obviously have the means. You have butlers and a house, a house I made. And all pair and all these things. Uh, the Ouija moved <laughs> like real fast. Like I'm a, mm, I don't think you did that shit. Number one, number two, the so-called rats that are in the attic that are making all the noise but aren't taking any of the cheese. Do you mean while I'm all like, that's a big ass rat? If you're thinking it, that noise, the crashing that was going on in the attic. You know, and then when the bed started shaking, I'm like, okay, we're we're going to Europe right now. Yeah, <laughs> fuck this movie. Two, we're, two we're, we're going to a hotel. Out. We're going somewhere else. You know, 
So, so think she has the means. You can leave. God, man, you, yeah, you you brought up like one of the creepiest scenes for me too because I, I again, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Um, uh, like the Ouija board. So she's the one that invited the demon there. Captain Howdy, do you do you know what that is? Yeah. Okay, so I have no uh, idea what that is. So I, I think it's something that like you have to kind of like know the movie or something or or see something in the background but i think uh somewhere we, we were supposed to know that uh, her dad's name was howard and so the, oh. the, the so the demon was um using captain howdy as a, a a way to be like oh you know you're missing a father figure right so hey you know i'm captain howdy let me jump in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i i think that's what that uh that was so right. yeah there, there were things that were place like in the scenes for us to kind of like clue us in, you know, um, back to like Father Karras and like him yeah. battling with demons. Apparently at some point there's like a, like a porno, like in his room or something, you know, like a, like a box mm-hmm. and oh, uh, okay. kind of like a well-known or something. So like you see that like, oh yeah, this dude is like way lost his faith, man. He's, uh, it's also the drinking aspect yeah. of it too, you know, like oh, yeah, the father when, comes uh, in. And it's when, like when he meets up with uh, Chris, and right, she's like, oh, "Father, do you have a cigarette?" <laughs> like she just knows that he smokes. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, maybe <laughs> also like a scotch. Like know. you know what? I'll take it neat. I don't need. I don't need rock on my. I don't need ice in my yeah. in my scotch. Just give it to me. Yeah, neat. I'll drink what? it. I don't, I don't need the ice. It's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, there was definitely uh, the dream he had about his mother. Yeah. Which actually I liked because it was it was it wasn't too long. And again, it's almost like if you get him to meet his mother, you see the relationship, his guilt, he can mention his guilt. Um, the dream, I think you throw in there like it was because it's just basically I'm abandoning my mother and she's leaving. You know, she's basically dying on me, but it's in a, he feels this is his fault. So there's that, right? So that was kind of cool. That was a kind of cool, very artistic way of showing him because dreams can be anything, right? I mean, you can like put anything together, make it a dream. And he's, but it just makes him, he just makes, I think, think it kind of builds even more and more on his guilt and and how he feels he failed his mother yeah you know they really fleshed his his character out for real yeah they did a lot for him actually that was pretty pretty cool and then him being a boxer oh yeah right i thought that was really cool that whole the way that they played with that you know um so that was that was very interesting and so i think those his character uh the um reagan's mom was actually fleshed out pretty well also because, you know, you have the dinner party, you kind of show she's a socialite because she's an actress and she's famous and all the people are in here. And, you know, there's the connection to that. And I don't know why the director kept calling the dude a Nazi, but Nazi, hey, right. maybe he knew something. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I thought I was like, what is this comic relief? What's happening here? He keeps calling yeah. the dude a Nazi. No, it- it was making me uneasy. Like I, I feel, I feel bad for the guy, you know, just because um, I know he's like, he goes, I'm Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Leave me alone. <laughs> um, so it, it sounds like we we both just kind of really enjoyed this movie. Like the more we talk about oh, yeah. it, uh, so let's take a look at the see what the scores are here. Uh, IMDb has it eight out of ten, and Rotten Tomatoes is um, no surprise here. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it ripe with eighty three percent. So they're, they're both pretty close. But I'll ask you anyway. What what more would you cite on? I like eight out of ten. Yeah, I like that. I'm I'm with it because I feel like I think it was a good film. I think the story is solid. There's some dated things because it just happens to be in '73, but there's also some some really uh, I feel very like like really good techniques in filmmaking that were that were done here. Um, and again, it's just for me, it's just shaving off a little bit here and there. You can still you can still tell the same story. You can still tell. Uh, 
Dr. Marin, I mean, uh, Father Marin, right? That's yeah, the, yeah. Max Macedo. Yep. Father Marin, you can still tell uh, Father Karras, and you can still tell Reagan and her mother, which I feel like, to me, they should be most of the focus with <clears throat> the next one being Father Karras, which is kind of how they played it. But, but I also feel like you can shave every, you can shave Karras and Marin a little bit, but not necessarily Reagan or her mom. Because that's where all the stuff is happening. This is where the demon is. This is where things are kind of kind of build up. Um, yeah. And and I feel and I like those scenes. And, and I don't mind scenes that are kind of maybe made a little long with a little silence because you build up that that's you know that suspense. You know, you build a little bit of that. You know, which I I don't mind. Like you know, even her mom going in the attic and like she didn't see anything. She just heard things, right? So that's creepy enough to be hearing things. And then Ducha was like. No rats, because nobody, because you no, know, because they didn't catch any, right? So it's like, you yeah, know, that was, and, that was great. yeah, that was a, a nice. Welcome, that was kind of uh, like, yeah, right. Little jump so scene, that was yeah. pretty interesting. So overall, I really enjoyed it. I think eight out of ten is a. I think that's a good, good, good rating for it. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with that too because um, just kind of agree with you. Like, yeah, it, it could be shaved off. Um, you know, on we were talking about remakes, and what I liked uh, about the It remake is. They gave us things that the TV movie turned away from because it's a TV movie. You, you can't show certain things. And so right. what they did here in the 1973 version, if they gave us a remake, I would like to see some of the, the things that they only talked about, you know, uh, fill in the gaps is what me and Mike uh, like to say about remakes. Like if you fill mm-hmm. in those gaps uh, uh, f- from the uh, from the original, it, it just gives us, you know, more, I think we'll be okay with that. But, you know, like what you said earlier, too, but don't go overboard and try to make things flashy. You know, you just, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just, uh, I, I think what you could do with the remake to maybe make it just as, as good as the original is give us these um, similar characters, even if they're different characters, maybe somebody new or even if they're the same, give us the really good chemistries, like the good chemistry between very strong actors. And I think yeah. that's what a lot of people liked about that it remake as well is like those kids were really good. And right. I think that's where this uh, chapter two uh, uh, kind of suffered was that those kids were so damn good in that first one. I felt like we were being sold that like, okay, chapter two is going to be just about the adults. But then when they right. made the movie, they brought the damn kids back. And now <laughs> you're flip flopping between the kids and the adults, like the, like the right. original movie did, which I didn't like. Right. So yeah, if you could just yeah, just give us um, some great writing between the characters, which is what this movie had. So you know, it already I, had good writing. I think the writing yeah. was already like was pretty solid. You know, exactly. Like like you could you could still make it based on the screenplay by the nineteen seventy three film. Like you don't have to like get a new uh, writer and it, like give us a different spin. No, just base it off of right. the original screenplay, right. like so, some of the other movies have done. So I, I would welcome the remake because I you know I'm not gonna sit here and be like oh yeah you know. Just watch the original. We did for the purpose of, of a review, but I feel it's hard to sell people on like, well, why don't you go back and watch the original when you have so many different platforms now that uh, have right. so much content and people just prefer new right. things. So right. that's what I would but say. This is, but being a classic, though, I would say that it's worth watching. Absolutely. You know, like, there's certain classics that I've watched that I'm like, ah, eh, you know what, you don't have to. But this is definitely, I feel like it's one that... that you should, yeah. Particularly if you, you know, people who like horror probably already seen it because oh sure, it's in that genre. It's a classic, you know what I mean. Like Night of the Living Dead is one you like. You should see Night of the Living Dead. You should see that. That's a that's a really like very well made film, also, right? Um, you know, there's certain things, certain movies that I'm like, yeah, you you gotta see. And if you're a film 
somebody who really enjoys film, see it anyway, even if it's maybe not the, the genre that you don't care for, but just kind of how, you know, see the different ways that this, they told this story, which I thought was, was really interesting, you know? Yeah. I mean, the horror aspect aside, like this was just a good film, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, yeah. can't, you, you can't really say that with a lot of like horror movies. Cause like you, you go into those type of horror movies to watch the horror and, and get scared. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you go yeah. into this expecting like a really good movie too. So, so, so is our next one going to be the Omen? Cause I was, oh, <laughs> shit. I guess you know, that sounds like something that uh, I, I obviously avoided for the obvious. Is that the, that's, right. that's involving kids, right? That's the kid. Yeah. That's yeah. a kid. That's yeah. The kid. That's the, yeah. A kid. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. That's it. Yeah. I know. Just to check out I mean, next Halloween. No, not, not this yeah, maybe, one. Yeah. We'll catch it on time. Right. <laughs> All right, so that's going to uh, wrap up our review of 1973's Exorcist. Uh, I, I'm actually interested in checking out like the, the two hours and 12-minute version just to okay. just kind of see. Did, did you watch this uh, in the dark or in the day, uh, daytime? Oh, it was daytime. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I guess I was with somebody who, who won't watch it at night. Okay, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. I, and, and part, part, yeah, that could be me, but yeah. you know, I'm not going to say who it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe, maybe I'll try this at night. We'll, we'll see. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Maybe it's too late to, right. to restart. It was good, though. But, I really yeah. enjoyed it. I had a good time. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, Mariano, where can people find you if they want to continue the conversation? Oh, man. Where am I at? I'm on uh, the internet. I'm on, I'm on Twitter. Uh, Papa Elefante. That's P-A-P-A-E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E, uh, where I do a lot of following and reading and laugh at all the jokes because Twitter's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it could be funny. It could be really shitty, too. But, you know, there's a lot of jokes. I go for Most the jokes. shitty, I, I feel. But, yeah, there's uh, a lot of shit going on, but but I do go for the jokes. But there's definitely a lot of cool cool shit out there that's funny. But and I ignore all the other crap. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm also trying to. I'm also out here trying not to uh, catch COVID, um, but I have to go to work, so I got my booster. Oh, sir. Good for and you. if you can't go get it, get your vaccine. Um, uh, COVID doesn't give a shit who you are. They don't discriminate. They don't discriminate. Don't discriminate. Yeah. He'll fuck you up. Yeah. You know. So. The, Guess what? I've seen the, be like the four demon. year olds die from this shit. Bro. Reagan, see? Not cute. The demon so, is COVID. And Reagan yeah, Why take a chance? Yeah, no, why take a chance? <laughs> yeah. Get your vaccine. So, anyway, that's my public message for the day. I, I'll definitely uh, <laughs> get mine as soon as uh, it's available to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. For me, you can find me at Podstalgic on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I mentioned uh, Cobra Kai. Uh, I, I do cover that show as well at Cobra Kai Companion, Companion with a K. Check out, at this point, uh, 82 interviews with cast and crew from the show and the movies. So uh, if you check out our feed, you know that we haven't been putting out too many episodes. But I, I would I would say we we could probably put out at least one more by the end of the year. And you know, probably holiday related, but we'll see. Sounds say? good. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll have to think of what film that maybe one of us hasn't seen, kind of like this one. You I, have, I mean, like I have a couple that I'll I'll text you that okay, I definitely cool, have not cool. seen, it, and I have it been kind of yeah. question like, and, uh, oh, wait, that's a for classic. the holidays. Yeah, I agree, uh, and it's not Die Hard. All right, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> On that note, all right, everyone, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next time. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>